Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Oluani Femi. I'm Chim Gosbrim. And I'm Bolu. Yeah, so what's popping? How are you doing? How are you doing? Okay, sorry, how are you doing? I'm fine. Nothing's popping. We thank God for life. Well, we thank God. Thank God. Uh, yeah, so many things are happening, right? There's Elon Musk every other week and there's layoffs. <laughs> so, so many, many things. But yeah, so many things are also happening within Tech Points. We are bringing fresh, fresh, fresh updates for you. Everybody on this table. Why am I saying this table? But yeah, everybody on this table has fresh update for you, right? <laughs> we, we, are upgrade, we are upgrading, we are injecting fresh energy into all our series all our uh, articles all our podcasts but there are so many many things that are going to be going on and we're also introducing new and exciting stuff so let's start with Jingozuri. tell us your update all right so um yesterday i published an article and i'm trying to sound excited <laughs> as much as possible okay so yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I was still, <laughs> okay. I was okay. still to sound excited. Oh Alright, so yesterday I published um, Equity Merchants and it's previously it used to be known as Angels and VCs and back then we just spoke to angel investors, venture capital and partners at venture capital firms to get their takes on investing in Africa. But we are doing a lot more this time around. So we are not just speaking to angel investors and VCs. We are speaking to founders. We are speaking to people who just got their first jobs in VC to get a whole, um, let's say, a wider range of views, for lack of a better word. So some of the things we'll be covering include co-founder relationship. It's one of the reasons why startups go under. Funny enough, like 65% of startups go under because of co-founders. So we'll be covering how to navigate that. We'll be covering how to allocate equity to both co-founders to employees to investors stuff like that we'll also be covering what the due diligence process looks like so there's a whole lot we're going to be talking about it's it's no longer just going to be investments how to get money and all of that so yeah just be get ready or we already started so it's not like get ready but like you're going to be getting a whole lot so um the first article is live it also has a podcast which you can get on any podcast platform that you use spotify apple podcast um google podcast um yeah so any podcast platform that you use so the first one is live and i spoke to victoria fabumi she's the head of investments at cc hope and it was a very very interesting conversation I, I'm, I can promise you that you would love it if you don't well um, I don't know what to say to you, but yeah, you'd love the you'd love the conversation, you'd love the article. So yeah, go great. ahead, um, read the article, subscribe to the podcast, share it with as many people as you like, and who knows, you might get something for that. So yeah, that's it for my end. Hmm. <laughs> cool stuff. So it's it happens weekly, right? And what yeah. day of so the week and what time? Every Wednesday by twelve p.m. you'd get it. Twelve p.m. It will be up on. The podcast will be up, the article will be live, and then you'd get a newsletter at um, summarizing every investment-related activity in Africa for that week. So that's about it. Mm. Mm, cool. Yeah, there's there's a lot of talk about the equity and 
businesses, co-founder relationship, investment, and something that a lot of people are investing in right now is emerging tech. So, Bolu, what's what's the update with emerging tech? Okay. Yeah, like I said, that excitement. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I want to copy, but yes. So um, for my series, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening. We're talking AI. We're talking IoT. We're talking anything you see in a basic American sci-fi mu- uh, movie. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be talking about emerging technologies, specifically people in emerging technologies. That that's the name of the series. And just like Tim Gozerim's series, there'll be a podcast, there'll be articles, and there'll be a newsletter. So it's going to be coming out every Thursday, 12 p.m. Just make sure you subscribe for the newsletter, subscribe for the podcast. The podcast is going to be a version of the article, but then with more finesse, more spice, you know, narrated in a way where that where you where you really get the story, where you get the gist. So if you're excited about you know comics, you're excited about movies, you're excited excited about emerging technologies, I'll be talking to people who build this technology and the interesting stuff they are doing. People who build technologies like this on the continent, and uh, it's 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 going to be really amazing. It's going to be very sweet, actually. Hmm. Awesome. So, what time? Dates? Let's 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 get that clear. Let's let's be clear with that. Time okay. Date. Yes. L- let me let me get that clear to you. So it's going to be 12 p.m. every Thursday. 12 p.m. every Thursday. You have the podcast, you have the article, and you have the newsletter. 12 p.m. every Thursday. 12 p.m. West African time, right? Yes, West African time. Oh. Okay. All right. Cool. That's uh that's awesome. Emerging tech and in all these fields in emerging tech in investments and in startups you actually see people who actually stand out and that's what uh Femi is trying to address mm. in her series and she has like a whole new packaged and serene let me call it serene so <laughs> Femi, talk to me don't put words in my mouth so I'm going to sound as excited as I am. I'm actually excited, right? Um, the expert, if you've been following TechPoint Africa, you would have, have seen um, several episodes of the expert before this year. And what you are doing is bringing a whole new look to it, right? The expert, if you're hearing for the first time, the expert is me getting personal with tech specialists in Africa, conversing with them, hearing their stories and bringing it to you right we are moving the focus away from just founders and their startups to people behind the scene in quotes people that are doing the work behind the scene and their stories are not usually told so i'm speaking with these people hearing about their journey how they moved from being newbies to become experts to become successes in their industries and industry experts so, yes, so the new thing we are bringing to it is a, a size the article that goes live on the website every Tuesday by noon, West African time, 12 p.m. West African time every Tuesday. I'm also including a podcast, which will be a scripted non-fiction um, podcast that will tell the stories of these ones with, um, with all... Uh, uh, with everything that makes it interesting to listen to. So if you want to read the article, you find it on the website. We also add the link. Um, we also embed 
how you can get to the podcast or you can just find the expert the expert on any platform you listen to your podcast you find it there also for um, accompany this to uh, is also the newsletter which will include um like tidbits about coming episodes right it also in- includes something that is not actually in the article that the person said yes i will be hiding some facts away from you if you're not if you're not subscribed to the newsletter so i uh, will put the link in the description to everything to the article recently uh, on tuesday i wrote about a kenyan seasoned entrepreneur uh, his name is joram winamo and he has been in the business since 2007 what he has been doing is to help businesses in Kenya make uh, founders rather to make sense of what they are doing not just to focus on the tech right i wrote a story and everything about him you can go to our website and follow the link we drop in the description it will lead you there so i'm looking forward to having you read more of the stories Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I told you, I'm you are excited really, really excited. You, want, you, 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 you didn't want to stop talking, yeah, but it's good, it's good. Yeah, and please follow the experts so everywhere you can follow the experts. So, so, um, yes, we have another one, a new series, a brand new series, and Onome has some details for us. Onome is our producer, but we're dragging her to come and talk to us. Yes, Onome, take it up. Okay, hi, everybody. Uh, so on the mayor here. Long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so um, we're introducing a new series. I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be taking charge of that series. Taking charge. Don't see it's in a bad light, but yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> going to be doing. And <laughs> the name of the series is Everyday People. And basically, the series is about everyday people. It's, the name is quite self-explanatory. So it's about how people use tech, how people interact with tech, um, whether it's unusual, whether it's mundane, whether it's ordinary, whether it's extraordinary, extraordinary. Whatever way you use tech, we're going to be um, talking to people, say your tailor that uses um, a booking appointment app or um, a delivery rider or something. Like you get, if, um, if you've been listening, you get the drift of what I'm talking about. And yeah, that's basically what I'm going to be doing. Unlike um, Nifemi and um, Bolu and all of those, I'm not doing a podcast. But yeah, welcome to my series. Mention. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, so it's going to be live every Friday, Friday at 9 p.m. West African time. So just set your reminders. 9 Friday, 9 p.m. 9 a.m. Sorry, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. So. Uh, oh, cool. So that's something you can cool off with if you don't want to cool off with following the mic. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thank you very much, Onome. Yeah, and finally, uh, we're I'm rounding up the whole conversation with my own series we're introducing it and it's called the east africa weekly now you might decide to call it a series but i don't see it as a series it's a movement mm, mm, it's, mm, okay. it's a revolution yeah it is actually <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so well tech point africa is a pan-african media organization and we've been covering stories around africa but uh, we went to Kenya around February, March, I think. Oh, yeah, February. And we saw a lot of things that entrepreneurs in Kenya are doing and a lot of exciting stuff. 
they're doing amazing stuff and we think that oh this is a time to actually put east african entrepreneurs in the spotlight they're different breeds of entrepreneurs from what you would typically see in lagos ecosystem trust me uh, i saw a number of them and they're just a different breed right the entrepreneurs investors and even regulators I, I was talking with a regulator and i didn't know i was talking with the deputy minister of ict in kenya until someone pointed it out to me we're just we're just eating small jobs and talking about a startup that it's unheard of in it's unheard of i have not okay not unheard of but yeah me 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 Emmanuel, not a startup founder not a big time investor just a random journalist talking to someone like that so casually so there are a lot of things that are going to be going on in East, with, in East Africa and we're spotlighting it with East Africa Weekly. This is just a starting point and it's going to grow to so, so much. It's going to be coming to your stables every Wednesday by 9 a.m. West African time. And just, just watch out for the exciting stuff that will be coming alongside the article. I'm not going to say anything else. Yeah, okay. It's, it's like I said, it's a movement. It's, it's a revolution. Good. So... Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> a lot of things today. All of you are giving me faces. Why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of things today and talking about emerging techs. Yeah, Volum mentioned Web3 and mm. it appears stuff is going on again in the NFT space. And I promise I will not integrate you too much, Volum. <laughs> Please, please feel free. No, 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 no. Feel free. Feel free to interrogate. Ask oh, questions. okay. You've eaten liver. All right. <laughs> that's, that's how those imagine tech people do. You know it, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Ayoken, that's an NFT marketplace, an African NFT marketplace, has just raised $1.4 million in pre-seed funding to help creators make money to grow their stream of income right and so i know most the first question most people's minds will be what is an nft marketplace right and it's simply to put it simply it's just a marketplace for nfts just it as your regular uh the mature market but then instead of buying fish and steel and pepper the, you, the kind of picture you just put in my head <laughs> Exactly. So you're buying and you're selling NFTs basically. So this marketplace wants you to wants to make it easier for you to actually buy and sell. It wants to make it easier for creatives to list those NFTs and then anyone from anywhere around the world can actually buy them. Which is pretty interesting if you ask me. But there have been marketplaces here and there, but this this is unique for some reason. So some popular marketplaces that some people might know might be um, OpenSea, mm-hmm. uh, Rarible. Those are some really popular marketplaces. Yes, I've heard those ones. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you have. So most even people that don't really know much about NFT, they've heard of OpenSea, right? So, but this marketplace is actually doing something quite interesting. So instead of the regular where you do an open sea and then you need ethereum to buy something you need ethereum to sell something this marketplace actually wants to connect it with mobile money isn't that isn't that interesting? <laughs> tell me about so they want it to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they were connecting with mobile money so it actually takes away that all ambiguousness from the whole nft thing 
right? Because the reason why this space has been so complicated is because, I mean, for me now, I'll say, okay, maybe Binance sending something on OpenSea is really not that hard. But for someone who doesn't even know, okay, where do I even get the Ethereum in the first place? How, where do I, how do I buy it? How, how am I sending it to OpenSea? So this this marketplace is actually making it a lot easier with um, these new in- integrations that they are trying to do. But then there are still some questions. Yes, they are connected with mobile money. It's going to be easier. But this whole NFT space is still, Fickle. you know, you know, we've written about it. We've spoken about it. But I'm sure you agree with me. It is not clear yet. Is it? <laughs> I think for people that no, me, attended I'm the, me, I'm clear. That um, Tech Point African oh, Blockchain Summit that attended the breakout yeah. session talking about NFTs, they mm. should have gotten some form of clarity about it. But for mm. some of us that didn't attend, I yeah, true, have an issue with it. You see, so I, I, I guess you know that's that's the area where, and some of these questions include. Um, there's the issue of licensing there's the issue of is this thing actually even ready for creatives to start using and we decided to speak to a few uh to two people that we know are really doing things in this space and they had this to say uh what you can make from selling a thousand nfts it's not the same amount that you make when you have a million streams spotify or apple Mm. You understand? And um, on Spotify or Apple, if you end up um, putting out your song and streaming, okay. if you have um, you have like distribution companies, labels or something, okay. you know, taking from the money. Okay. So, but you putting out your own NFTs on your own, and you, you own your rights and the rest. Mm. You could say, if you sell your NFTs for for let's say a thousand dollar each or hundred dollar each or two hundred dollars and you sell a thousand coffee huh. what you're definitely gonna make is far far higher than what you make in a million stream on the streaming platform um that was the voice of eric Basi is an nft is a specialist when it comes to artists trying to sell their music as nfts is doing a lot in the old music nft space and he's saying you make more when you actually sell as nfts instead of streaming sell your music as nfts instead of streaming on spotify apple apple or google for example which which is quite interesting right so say you say you stream uh you get a million streams a month right i'm not sure what the amount will be but it's not going to be the same thing when you sell say a million copies of nfts and if you've been following the old music nft stories for since last last year uh, you heard the news of the relains that actually sold a million nfts of of his music and for a dollar which is a million dollar <laughs> a million dollars and if you have a million streams on google you will not make a million dollars which so, is quite what? funny I'm, this thing is confusing. Is it the same thing as selling copies of your art? Exactly. So the the difference now is each copy is unique, which is why we call them NFTs, non fungible tokens. Each copy is now unique. Mm. But then, so the which makes it easier for like? you? 
Yes. <laughs> but they're actually unique. And okay. then I, I, I think we have, we'll probably link to an article that tells us what you actually get when you buy an NFT, which is something called metadata, right? The metadata is different from each other, which is actually what makes them makes them unique. So it's interesting when it says, you know, you make so much more, but then it's funny because you will the chances of you getting a million streams on Spotify is actually higher than the chances of you selling uh, a billion NFTs on OpenSea or um, any other NFT marketplace. And I was able to talk to someone that that, that has actually done um, um, the NFT project for one of Nigeria's biggest Afrobeat, Afrobeat artists. His name is Benson, was formerly Buju. And I was able to talk to uh, some, uh, the team lead in charge of his um, NFT project. And this is actually what he had to say. Quite honestly, like, we're not at the level of like mass adoption. Mm. Right? But we are having this conversation in 2022, obviously, because all of the conversations we've had this month, or this year rather, have basically been because of NFT, right? I probably mm. wouldn't have connected with you if it wasn't because of exactly. NFT, right? So what does that say to me? Like that that describes just how quickly like adoption is growing, right? mm. and yeah, I think it's necessary for early players like you know this company, for projects like us by dancing, for all of the other music related like innovations around the blockchain. I think it's very important for us to experiment at this point because these are the only ways we're going to figure out you know, the pathways for moving forward, right? So it's relatively new, like, and the reason why it would be, like, it would not be the time yet, like you're saying, right? Or like you're asking is mm. because obviously we're still at the very beginning. All right. So this is someone that has done, he goes by the name Prodigizzi, right? Um, he's in the music space, is very knowledgeable when, when you talk about selling music as NFTs also and is and when i think when you're talking about artists that are really that are really doing this nft thing right buju's collection is probably one of the most successful nft collections we've seen so far so and you just have to agree with him when he says it's still new it's still very nonsense right it's not something that has taken over that much but it's something revolutionary so mm. which again is makes what this company is doing makes what ayoken is doing very very important but then it's still very new but the the, the interesting thing is ayoken actually as they've put in things to make things easier for creatives that want to sell so they have they have partnership with um, youtubers they have partnership with a lot of people that will actually make let the marketing work Mm. the marketing for these nfts work so which increases the creative's chances of actually selling those works as an nft and Mm. i think that's really interesting but even with even with putting these things in place it's still not sure that okay once i list this thing as an nft it's it's going to sell right but it's it's a welcome development and i think what we can just do is let's let's wait and see let's see what happens with i okay great development uh, it's nice but no let's see, vibe, let's see how it goes the vibe the vibe mm. i'm getting so I, I just kept myself from <laughs> i just kept myself from asking any questions since and uh, the more you went on, the more I have more questions. So, Nifemi, just take, ask your question. Let's 
let's just calm down with this <laughs> okay okay the vibe i'm getting is that although it's at the beginning stage right okay now that i'm selling if i'm an artist and i can sell one track to one million people like hmm. uniquely why should i go ahead to do more albums or do more tracks <laughs> because the way it sounded like is I, I don't know the prospect of this taking up the distribute the mm-hmm. uh, existing distribution channels right yeah. but i just can't wrap my head around it okay so for your question well I, i'm not an artist but I agree with you. If I'm able to make one million dollars with one with one album, um, uh, I will not sing again. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. But I guess I've I've heard artists talk about you know the love they have, their passion for the work. But it's also a, a thing of decision. If he does one good album and the thing does well, and he does not want to sing again, eh. <laughs> I mean, you know like it's it's <laughs> yeah, I, I guess now. it's just left <laughs> it's I left to the, to the artist to um, uh, okay the, okay, the, the, the only thing I, like I, I like about this um, platform that is or like it's like a local market place instead of yeah the, um art getting lost in open sea you can bring hmm. it to this kind of marketplace which is which has indigenous yeah. content like yours exactly it's exposed to people that you want to really put it in their faces. That's what I like about mm. it. But the concept of NFT, that... Mm. Yes, the, the concept of NFT. I think that's that's a really big question question on its own. And Okay, that's a big question we should address later, right? <laughs> yes, it's, it's a big question. And I, I, have, I have an article that will actually ad- address that. That will be coming out soon. Just, just be on the lookout. It's it's a big mm. it's a big deal, right? It has it has to do with psychology. It has to do with the way people think. Uh, NFTs are new, but the old thoughts around them is something that has been in existence for as long as 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 you can think, right? But d- don't worry. Before mm. we bore okay. you with all that, <laughs> use it in the article. Okay. Okay. No problem. No problem. So talking about something that is not new but has been in existence for a very very long time, layoffs. Mm. Layoffs, like when whoever employs you or feeds you or gives you money to perform a particular goods or services decide that you guys are no longer useful. And in the news, in recent times, an Egyptian startup or uh, I'm putting an Egyptian startup in quotes, just recently laid off a bunch of people. Chinguzuri, reporting from... Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, so, okay, Swivel the not so egyptian startup by the way we need a consensus if you're an egyptian startup are you a are you an african startup or are you a middle eastern startup because a lot of reports tend to mix the two up so who do we drag are you asking who us who should we drag uh, uh, are you asking <laughs> us <laughs> if if egypt is categorized to be african what to do well that? uh so I, I, I actually don't know the answer to that question. I, there was an article recently, no, okay, not recently, like I think last year, I saw an article and they were like, are Egyptian startups actually African startups? Because most of the time, they are covered by Middle Eastern startups and not, sorry, by Middle Eastern uh, media. So 
Well, that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, that's not what we're discussing today. So moving on, Swivel is the not so Egyptian startup or company that has laid off about thirty-two percent of its employees. So this is um, like Emmanuel said, it's not such a new thing. If you've been paying attention to um, the startup ecosystem, a lot of companies have been laying either laying off or um, Pausing hiring. So companies like Facebook, they've stopped hiring internally. Um, guys like uh, what you call them again, Klarna. Yeah, they've they've also laid off. Right. So they've been laying off. There has been a lot of lay, uh, lay, layoffs in the past few weeks, and uh, this time around, it's Swivel that is doing that. They say they are planning to lay off 32% of their workforce, and this is like over over 400 people. So it's this is the first mm. time that wow. um, any is it planning to lay off or, or, they, or they've said they've laid up, laid them off? Well, already. they they said they are planning to do that. We don't know when that will come into effect. It could be in a couple of days, but yeah, that's like what they want to do. I, I think they, they have done it. A number of people are already putting out their resumes on LinkedIn. Oh, Swivel employees making posts about the layoff. Oh. Yes, or ex employees now. Okay. Okay. Ex employees, yeah, you're right. All right, so that's like um, one of the changes that has been happening. But what's funny, or not, um, not not really funny, but what's interesting is that this is probably the first African startup that we know of that's announcing a layoff. And uh, if we if the jury says that they are not African, then we can say no African startup has um, has laid off employees so far. So yeah, they are the first African startup or company that are laying off staff in this period. And um, what is, uh, so that's on one hand. On the other hand, African startups are still receiving more money than, like compared to other parts of the world, they're still receiving more money. So it looks like everything that's happening globally is Mm. not really affecting African startups. But some people say it's too early for us Mm. to to draw conclusions. I mean, this is just a few weeks or a few months into the whole um, crisis. So let's hope that that trend continues. Mm. But um, some of the interesting things that happened or in the statement that 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 was sent out to the employees was one they are they they mentioned that they are laying off these employees and that those rules that they are um that they are like let's say retiring now those rules are going to be they are rules that they've automated with uh with technology so that's an interesting part i am finding that to to believe totally right <clears throat> i was able to excuse me <clears throat> i was able to find uh, um two okay two employees two ex-employees yeah. that were laid off from this um from what happened and one of them is like the was the global operations manager mm. Okay, they probably <laughs> automated that. How do you want to do that? For, for okay, it, it, it's, wait now. Nah. <laughs> You've automated global, global operations. operations manager for Captain K. Captain K is like um, Kauke. Okay. As as Kauke is to Techno, Phoenix, and mm. Idel. So Captain K is the one in charge of their app, Swivel apps. So he only spent three months mm. there. He was hired in okay. March, I believe. 
and he was laid off. The other person has only used two weeks. Wait, he was hired in March oh, and he okay. was a trenchman. Yes. And the other person that I found um, was a tech talent acquisition partner. It's funny because you are the one that's supposed to be getting people hired and you are fired. It, she only spent two weeks before she was fired, right? Mm, so naturally, if if a company is expressing a financial crunch and the most recent people that just joined the company might be the ones to exactly, get exactly, exactly. And some people that already so, received offers. Um, there was one person that said he has he has received mm. offer and the offer yeah, was withdrawn, yeah. declined. If that's the word, was okay. withdrawn, right? Mm. And it, this is coming uh, not too long from when. They went when Swivy went public, yeah. and it's it's I don't know. See, I, I don't want to. I, okay, maybe this is just me. I don't I don't know if you can attribute this or blame this on the recession mm. or what is going well, on. Well, can you? So the thing is, uh, they went public recently, right? It's, went it's perfect timing. Right? <laughs> they went public in March. Is it? Is it? Is it? The, the the public the going public was it an actual going public like or was it different from the typical okay so IPOs um, um okay yeah so they went public but not in the most popular way that companies go public so a lot of companies typically go go public through the usual ipo route so you get an investment bank to like underwrite the whole process but swivel did that through a spark so last year they announced that they were going to do is, um, they were going to do their IPO through his pack, Queen's Gambit Capital, so Queen's Gambit Growth Capital. So those were the, um, that, that, that's the company that helped them do that. So you may be wondering what the SPAC is. And um, SPAC is just short form for special purpose acquisition vehicles. So this is basically a group of entrepreneurs who float a fund. So SPACs are not like companies in the real sense of it at least until they are launched they're not companies in the real sense of it so let's say um some of the richest men in nigeria let's say dangote or the um just some of the yeah they are then guys guys like that come together and then they say okay we want to launch a spark so come and invest with us so you basically give them the money and the purpose is that they are going to take one company that probably has not been identified or has not been identified at all. They will take that company public or they are going to acquire some private companies. So it's it's been around for a couple of decades, but it's just catching on in the, um, in the last three years. So um, mm. I think from under 60 sparks in 2019, we have like over... Um, 300 or 400 um, sparks in the last three to four years. So they are they are catching on quickly. Some of the, um, let's say, wealthiest men in the world are like doing all of that. So it, it's it's still new. And um, what what I'm also a bit curious that they decided to go through a spark because um, so typically when you IPO you will be like your account the reason you go public is that they have to like audit your account mm-hmm. but when you use a spark right you are not audited because now a spark did not exist until it's uh, like a specific period so there's like less regulatory oversight compared to a spark so usually some investors said like no let's not do this because 
anything can really happen. So yeah, uh, that's why I'm mm. a bit curious as to why Swivel decided to do that. But yeah, that's that was how they listed on uh, on, the st- on the stock exchange. So um, I don't know. Interesting. Emmanuel so, oh, earlier today, Emmanuel was talking about the trend. So Jumia went public, and then um, Swivel yes. has gone public now. So initially, they wanted a 1.5 billion dollar valuation. And um, sparks are usually listed at ten dollars per share, right? So um, if like just flat ten dollars per share, but Swivel did not, uh, they didn't get to that ten dollars per share. Instead, they they traded between four and eight dollars. So they didn't get the um, unicorn valuation that they were ho- um, hoping for. So I, I don't know. It is it doesn't look like going public has been the best for african companies so what could be the problem uh okay so in my opinion no african company has gone public yet but yeah let's <laughs> let's, let's let's leave that conversation let's for another that, day yeah. and uh yeah those those are valid concerns uh startup private company doing a lot of things in-house and re- uh, raising money at massive valuations then going public and things going to bust it's, it's not unique to africa uh, the U.S. has experienced quite a number of those, and uh, yeah, there are a number of conversations. And and I think the geek in me is actually very interested to know what what rules rules are what rules they are planning to automate. I will look into that. I will oh look yeah, but well, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think it will take a while before we can find that. Mm, all right, yeah. all right. It's it's been an interesting one, and I think there there are a number of things that. There are a number of takeaways from this episode and starting from all the bunch of new series we're launching and the previous ones we are revamping and that reminds me how i walk is also back Yay. 12 a.m 12 p.m wat every monday don't forget and of course the experts on tuesday east africa weekly on wednesdays the equity merchants by 12 p.m on wednesdays people in emerging tech on thursdays and everyday people on fridays so don't don't miss out on any of this and uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts on the stories we discussed today uh, today the nft marketplace and of course the swivel layoffs so send your thoughts or tweet at us with the hashtag techpointafrica podcast or email us with the email address podcast at techpoint.africa and if you're listening to us for the first time Bolu, please do us the honors as usual Okay, you can get us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere else you get the podcast. <laughs> I nailed it. You can't yes, you You nod your head like a teacher the lizard, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, yeah. And, uh, from next week, it's going to be a totally different airport. It's going to be a totally different ecosystem. Trust me. All right, guys. Bye, See you. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.